0: On the road, it's booze, tacos, angry dwarves, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, kettlebells, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, Trunks in the front making out for your set, and middle ages doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. Oh God, what an man. <laughs> Well, we're hearing about it right now because we're recording. Oh, no. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> and he booked a lot of Southern gigs in here? He booked, yeah. He was, he was out of Kentucky. Out yeah, of yeah, Kentucky, In Lexington, Kentucky.
2: It's funny. I never did those, but I'm, I remember people going,
0: you shouldn't do those, and I didn't do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, you know, like all of them, they,
0: they Talking to this. Oh, are we on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I sorry? left out his name. I want to hear the rest of this, and then I'll do the intro. <laughs> oh, <okay.
1: laughs> yeah. uh, you know, he had... Yeah. Uh, he had a lot of great rooms. We're talking about Tom Sobel. Who's <laughs>
0: gonna take that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: because no, I'm saying good things about him oh, right okay, now. Good, okay, good, He good, had good, a lot good. of he had a lot of good re- a nice. lot of good rooms in the South, uh, but like all bookers, you know, the book circuits, they have probably just as many crappy rooms. Sure, sure. If not more. Oh yes. You know, oh yeah, than, yeah. Than the diamonds in the crown, they yes. Have yes. More, yeah, sure. They more. dangle
2: the good ones in front of you. And right. They go, Wait. Why am I the shitty one? That's yeah. exactly
1: what would <laughs> yeah, happen to me. Is sure. that I would do like, he would have like four one-nighters in front of a really nice Friday-Saturday Sure, yeah. And so you'd have to do oh, those yeah, one-nighters. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> That's what oh, makes well. it appealing. Well, just, just to get to the Friday-Saturday night gig. Yeah. If I can do through this. If yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can just get through this. You want some water? Uh, oh, sure, I'll take a water. I got, okay. I got one. I'm uh, running out of water. Got to get you guys some more. Thanks for tuning into the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host Marie Valeriano, part of All Things Comedy. I'm getting some water here for my guests today because it's going to be 90 degrees today on the West Side. 90 degrees, go. man. That is unheard of. I'm really excited in about it.
1: In September.
0: In September. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck the polar bears who are dying from global warming. I'm surfing without a wetsuit every day.
1: <laughs> where did it? Uh, where did it snow? It snowed somewhere. Didn't it recently? It like did. a couple days ago? Like yeah, in, yeah.
0: my parents say, said it was supposed to snow in Montana this yeah. morning. Wow. I don't know if it ever came.
1: Yeah, Montana's not famous for snow, is it?
0: Is yeah, snow, yeah, but not it? when the rest not of the country's hundred degrees in September. Degrees <laughs> in September. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I always think of like Montana as like being all prairie and you know gunsmoky and.
0: Oh, it's very gun smoky, you know. but it's also very wintry, yeah, too, yeah. especially because you got the Alps going through the west side. Okay. Not the Alps. The, the Rockies. Rockies. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The American right. Alps. We're starting, the this, uh, we're starting this show off great. The, Ameri- the American <laughs> Alps. That's fine. For my next <laughs> trick, I'll be doing math. Poorly. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. That's all that's right. Um, uh, I already did the intro, right? Okay. Uh, thanks to uh, people for coming out Wednesday night to the Irvine Improv. Thanks to listeners for that. That was great. That was Comics on Safari it was down there. And then I didn't say this last week. Thanks to everybody who came out to Melrose uh, for Comics on Safari. We sold that shit out. Well, wow, It was such a great show. I thank you all for coming out for that. And uh, our next stop is Ventura. And Ventura will be uh, coming up there. But we'll hear more about that later Today... I have two comics on I'm very excited to have on, uh, Drinking Water. <laughs> One I've had on before, uh, writer for Conan, uh, Brian Kylie joins us today. Thank yeah. you very much. Sure. Thanks for having me back. And then the other cat I met, uh, stand-up turned comedian, turning back to stand-up. Yeah. Uh, uh, stand-up turned actor. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I, I just left it. A- Two-year-old's birthday party, man. So I am fried right now, and it's only one o'clock the or two fact o'clock. That
1: you're even doing it, I would have canceled. Oh I said, "Listen, God. you guys, we got to push this back." <laughs> uh, was it like a Dora party or a what? Was it a Dora party? Oh, a... not a theme party, but oh, just okay. Just...
0: if there was a theme, I think the theme was uh, not sharing. Oh, oh <laughs> And it was just bloody murder every oh. time somebody picked up a toy. It Ooh, was. Sorry, it I was, remember
2: when my my uncle was turning 75, so all the cousins came for his birthday party, and it was just two-year-olds everywhere, and they were just sippy cups, and it was in in Boston, and it was in the winter, all these kids have colds, and they would just grab whatever sippy cup was nearby, (laughs) and you are like, no, 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 it was just, oh
0: my god, it was like, (laughs) we're all going to the infirmary. (laughs) My
1: kids are older now, they're 13 and 11, but yeah, they were young at the same time, basically, and yeah, that would happen, and you would just want to scream in the middle of the party, just scream, no! (laughs) You're diving and knocking the cup out of your (laughs) hand. Yeah. And sometimes when you see the parent that doesn't really care, like, hey, it's, it's okay, she can drink. I'm like,
0: no, she's not, got a good immune, I, immune system. Not, oh, I don't like, know what your kid has, <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't trust you. My on
0: kid's that. gonna drink out of that. Oh. uh, so sorry, comedian turned actor, yeah, turned possibly back comedian again. Uh, yeah. Ted lied. If you listen to the uh rock solid podcast, which I uh, co host, um, you heard Ted. Yes, on uh, Pat Francis's I've, show, doing the uh, Funk episode. I've
1: done that with with Pat, who's my dear friend, and I done Paul Gilmartin's. Uh, oh, sure.
0: Uh, the whole Chicago guys. Yeah, so obviously, yeah. you're a Chicago guy.
1: Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's where I met those. I'm originally from Ohio. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And but yeah, I moved to Chicago like in '88. I quit my day job in '88. Yeah. And moved to, uh, from from Akron, Ohio, where I started. I started at Hilarity's,
0: sure, yeah, comedy
1: club. Um, one of the first times I came into that club just to case it out, Steve Harvey, oh great, was like a regular at that uh-huh. room, great, great, and, uh, and he was like you know already heads and shoulders
0: above. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, was he an Akron guy? I didn't know that. He,
1: he's an Ohio guy. He's he's yeah he's he, I don't know where he's originally from, okay. but he was living in the Cleveland area because I did a uh, a fundraiser for his daughter's school, where me him and another comic mm-hmm. did did a little show, and. uh so yeah, it's it's you know, he he was very Richard Pryor esque back then. Oh sure. yeah, sure. You know. I mean now he's developed his own sure. style and his own content, but if you were you know, if you were a comedy buff, you'd be sitting there going,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, but there you know, he would be killing. He right. would be destroying and now it's, I don't I don't really follow Steve Harvey's career. He's kind of had a roller coaster career, hasn't yeah, he? And he, this isn't the Steve Harvey podcast. I'm just curious. No, yeah, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> He, you know what? He's he's been. I look at him and I wonder, you know, because he's just he's he's phenomenal. Right. He's yeah, a genius. Yeah, yeah. He's a genius. Once you you know factor in all the elements, like the, well, you watch the King of Comedy movie, mm-hmm. and he's by far, you know. I'm not going to say, I won't say the worst comic there. Right, right. But, but on par with D.L. Hughley. Yeah, yeah. And uh, those other cats. Well, who else? Uh, Bernie Mac.
0: Bernie Mac, yeah.
1: You know, he's a genius for facilitating and getting his foot into the right mm-hmm. pie. hmm You know?
0: <laughs> I don't know who was on. I've heard this secondhand, so I apologize if this is not true, that we can might even call this gossip. <laughs> but uh, somebody might have been on the show was friends with D.L. and was telling us about one of the tapings at... Of the kings of comedy and Steve Harvey tanked so bad that yeah. when he walked by him, he was just sitting on the steps and he had his toupee in his hands <laughs> in his face. <laughs> just rubbing it in his face. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, if I had a toupee I've been there. Uh,
1: yeah, no. <laughs> and and I think that and the last thing I'll say about him is that, you know. He's more—he's a charisma act.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: he's a—he's got a lot oh, of charisma. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And so it's like watching like a southern preacher, you know, kind of talk about people in yeah, life yeah. without being so. I'm very punchline oriented. Sure, right. sure, sure. So, sure, so, sure. so and he's—he's he's
2: not driven by the punchline. That's why you
0: say that. I like all this stuff about church. He yeah. does a lot of good stuff about church. Right? Yeah. I guess because I grew up a preacher's kid, I like right, the church right, right. material.
2: I—I right. I haven't seen him for years, but he was killing him when I saw him. It was <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I—and I got yeah. nothing. Even though it may sound like yeah. I'm bitter. Uh, I'm
0: not. I have nothing, I have nothing <laughs> but respect for him. you. Didn't come up bitter at all. I, you know, nothing, no, I, I mean, actually no you said him. he sucked and he doesn't earn, work, not worth what he's earning. No. But other than that, well, you didn't and sound and bitter <laughs> at all. And in this business,
1: that's always That's one of the. That's one yes. of the challenging things about yes. this business is to watch someone that you started out with. He started out a couple of years before me. Uh-huh. He was pretty much established when I was just starting. But just to watch someone skyrocket. You know, on radio and... On, well, right. on, absolutely. And yeah. every,
2: so you'll just be like flipping through yeah. channels and you yeah. see, yeah, hey, next on the Steve Harvey Show, you just... <laughs> <laughs> click. But, you know, you bring up an interesting point, though. For me, there's a difference between meeting somebody who's famous mm-hmm. and knowing somebody and then they become famous. Right. It's a different thing. Mm-hmm. And if you've known somebody and you start out with them, whatever, and then they become famous... To me, I never really think of them as being famous, where I'm kind of like, wait a minute, you know what I mean? Where someone who I didn't know, it's just, that guy's an icon. Right. Well, your friend could be more famous than that guy. Right, right. right. But it's like, <laughs> in your mind, he isn't, you know?
1: About five years ago, this is, this is how you know when you met someone, when someone has surpassed you in fame. <laughs> is that I, I, uh, I ran into him at a, at a Shaquille O'Neal function. And uh, we saw each other, and we, 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 he dapped me up and gave me a hug. He said, he said Ted Live. Oh, man. And we dapped and, up uh, and hugged, and he, he just walked away. <laughs> that's how you that's know. That's it? Yeah, he said, I remember your name. I know who you are. See you later. Wow. Wow. It was, so it was cordial. And yeah. It wasn't disrespectful, no. but it was like, you know what? Uh, our, sh- you get. our ships have passed, wow. buddy. Wow. So, yeah, so, uh, but God bless them and
0: carry on. Plus, don't you think there's two levels of comedy fame? There's, because if I, because like I'm very lucky to get to meet and work with people that I liked and watched growing up, like sure. Heffern, I'm friends with now who yeah. I watch when right. I was starting out. And, right. you know, I yeah, work with yeah, Orny yeah. Adams a lot and I watch him grow. And then, you know, even like Kevin Nealon and Kevin Pollock lives up the street. Oh, that's great. great. You know, yeah, yeah. so there's, but we, there's like, then there's, like, Steve Harvey, where my mom would know Steve Harvey. Right. But my mom wouldn't necessarily know who John Heffern was. right? You know right, what I right, mean? Right. So there's two exactly. levels of, of fame, I think, in stand-up. When,
1: when I was starting out, uh, um, people would say, who's one of your favorite comics? And mm-hmm. I would always say John Rigi. Mm-hmm. And they would okay. not know who sure. the hell I was talking right, about. Right. Oh, yeah. But I knew in my heart... Yes. Having worked with him, yeah. he's like one of the five funniest people breathing air. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But,
2: and that's also something that I wouldn't have known before I started a comedy. Where there are some people who aren't famous, who you go, "That guy's funnier than this famous guy." Right, right, no, but yeah, you, yeah, right. You know, I think people think that oh no, just the most talented people become famous. Not, not, and a lot of famous people are. T- don't get me wrong, but sure, no. there's plenty. Of you go, wait a minute, that guy's just as funny as that guy. No one ever heard of him. Right, right. yeah, yeah. Or, you no, know?
1: P- talented people. You know, toil in obscurity yes. every day in yes. every field. In, Absolutely. In music and in and, and medicine. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a fabulous surgeon, and all I do is work on dogs.
0: You know? <laughs> oh, do you know Dr. Phillips? I love him. He's great. We watch him every surgery we can get. He couldn't He's sew awesome. a dog. He couldn't sew a
1: dog of his life depended on it.
0: So, yeah. Uh, I was talking, I think it was on Never Not Funny with Pardo. We were discussing Conan, and we were deciding, I thought you were the longest, Brian, Kylie, I thought you were the longest writer um, I'm there. The second one there. Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, there was a guy, Michael Gordon, who I share an office with. Who you may know him as the masturbating bear. Oh, okay. No, That's classic. Michael Gordon. Classic. He's been, he's been there finally the the the, time. the the mask has been pulled back. Okay, <laughs> great. So I started six months in. So
0: okay. So, so I've
2: been there twenty years, but he's. Uh, so
0: you were out of the, the gate with Conan, writing with Conan. Six months. Yep. Wow. Yeah, was a- Richie Kane still a uh, PA or writer's assistant there? Does that sound familiar? Uh, it, doesn't. it doesn't. Okay. Because yeah. he started off maybe a PA.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know that name.
0: Okay. He's the, on moving. The to-
1: saddest thing for me about the all the stuff that's and I was furious about the whole Leno oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I was. I was on Facebook <laughs> every other day, just finding new ways to call you know Leno a bastard. <laughs> right. And you know, give me a break. But um. A lot of the gags that that Conan did on that show, just the, the year two thousand. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that the, the, so many gags that were just hilarious that didn't.
2: Didn't get to go with him, or haven't seemed to go with well, him. Well, it's supposedly—I don't know how it works. I mean, it's prop- supposedly is NBC property or See, whatever. Right. And hey,
0: you—you're a writer; you need to know all this stuff. Tell us well, all about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so
2: it is that thing. And I love your two thousands because there was no boundaries. It was hilarious, mm-hmm. yes, you know. And with the with the monologue joke or whatever, it, it still has to be rooted in reality. This was just time like You could be boundless. as could, rude or yes. as or as clever as yes. you wanted to be. And just make up anything. You know, yeah. so
0: it was it was fun just to have no boundaries like no. that. What I loved about the year two thousand is they kept doing it after the year two thousand, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was great. I always yes. thought it was great. It was
2: like, <laughs> yes, it was like yeah. year two thousand and three, we're still going in the year two thousand. I, I always thought that was awesome. That the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no.
0: That's true. And I always and I loved that uh, The Edge did it. Oh yeah, from yeah, you too. Yeah. The Edge yeah. did in the year two thousand with that. Uh, yes. did the Edge and Bono do it or just the Edge?
2: The Ed- do you I think remember? Bono came out at the end. Okay, but I actually got to meet them, which was hilarious. Oh, that's great! It's Just so funny, and to have the Edge. You know, he introduced himself. He said, "Hi, I'm the Edge." Nice to meet you, The (laughs) Edge. (laughs) Can I
1: just call you Edge? Or is that that not cool? I don't know. uh,
0: Right this way, Mr. The Edge. You almost want to burst out laughing. Okay.
1: (laughs) So when you were seven, you said to yourself, someday they're not going to call me Phil. (laughs) you stuck
0: to Stuck to it. (laughs) Which is interesting because I wanted to... uh, I just gave myself a natural segue into this because I wanted to talk about this today. There's a g- great week for music. Uh, Fallon uh, lifted the ban on the replacements and had the band, the replacements on. Oh, they were banned were they? from NBC for like twenty five years. Why oh, why why was, they was that on? Saturday Night Live. They, they, did they, showed, rude. Yeah, they showed up all drunk and oh. wasted on Saturday oh, oh, Night Live, oh, I didn't know and so they're banned from NBC. So they played, and then you two released an album. Drops an album, yeah, and yeah, yeah. every. Owners iTunes. They wake up on Tuesday morning. Everybody owns iTunes, has a free U2 album. They, oh. they sold it to... I was just talking to a musician today, which was why I'm bringing this up. Uh, I could be wrong on this, but iTunes bought the album. They, they're paying $100 million in advertising. So who knows what they paid for that album. Wow. And then they dropped it in everybody's iTunes for free. And then I think in six months, they're going to release a new album. So how do, how do they make money off that then? Well, they, iTunes bought it, so they must oh, have they must have wrote a fat check. Oh, I see. And yeah, then okay. it's free for thirty days, and I think everybody's going to have to buy it oh, I after see. that.
1: Yeah, and they're like the Beach Boys. I mean, when when it comes to touring, not, not I'm sure that there are people out there right now. <laughs> Did he just compare <laughs> Bono? to... The...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I mean, as far as touring goes, they they make a fortune.
0: Oh
2: yeah, every oh, time oh, they oh, tour, make a ton. Oh, sure.
0: Well, and, uh, and they wear Hawaiian shirts now. <laughs> <laughs> they're about that age. <laughs> I. Uh, well, I was talking to this musician today. He's uh he lives up the street from me and uh he's a you know, he's a he produces albums. He he when he go on the road with like a lot of smart set. You know, he's a working. I said, "What did you think about that about you 2 releasing that album this week?" And he goes, "Well, it just it just fucked all of us. They just fucked all of us. If the biggest band in the world is giving away their album, then us Oh, We're dead. We're, <laughs> done. We're done. Like
1: you said, the template, I I can see that, but it. But essentially they did pay. They did get paid.
0: Yeah, but the consumer is now... Expecting n- free stuff. It's expecting free stuff. Okay. I see. That's okay. and, then I, and then it dawned on me, Louis C.K. did that to us. He funded his own special, Okay. paid 60 grand, shot it at the beacon, put it online for five bucks, made like $3 million. So now... Everybody who does an hour has to put it online for five bucks, or Ugh. give it basically give it away for free now. Or sell it on their tour while they're touring. And- T- selling it while they're touring is the only way you're going to make money on it. Right. When, why is a DVD less than a CD? Why, why, why do you have to pay $5 and get a DVD or a download, nobody wants but to $10 see, for a CD? Nobody wants to see comedians.
2: They don't mind hearing us, but nobody wants to look at <laughs>
0: That's a good point. <laughs> well, not all of us can be as, as good looking as us three in the, in the room right now. <laughs> but he kind of, he I thought he kind of did that. Because now, because hmm. there's really no, there's really no, I, I've been asked to record my CD with, record companies and there's no reason why i can't do it myself right. no record company is going to do anything i can't do anymore or you can't do or right, you right, can't sure, do sure. or my musician friend can't do or even you too can't do right and it's almost like it's almost what's the point anymore like i'm almost at that point right now where am i going to record this album or am i not right, right it's right. almost like what's the point except yeah. for maybe selling them at a, at a show yep I sell U 2s album. At the <laughs> <laughs> I never got more blank stares on a comment than. Uh, <laughs> no, look, let's go just, back to shitting on that Booker from Kentucky. <laughs> what happened? <laughs>
1: I have I have a, another Conan question because uh, sure. Uh, when, when I lived in Chicago, I was uh, acquaintances acquaintances with. Uh, I think it's Brian McCann.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is
1: he still affiliated with the
2: show? He left um, maybe a year ago. Okay. He was there a long time. Yeah, no, he used to be yeah, yeah, back yeah. on the. He didn't seem yes. to do as much on Fox. No, or, but. Or was it yes, Fox he Or TBS? A, TBS. He did a lot of characters. He did like Preparation H. Raymond. Right. And he would do something. We was this bit called The FedEx Pope, which was just wearing a FedEx bop box as a right. Pope hat. <laughs> right. And he never did anything. He was always immediately <laughs> asked to leave. And that was the it was. And, um, he did the, was it a lollipop with stuff stuck all over it or a piece oh, yes, of gum he did, or something? It was the uh, the candy cane that had fallen on the ground. Pat. He was minty the candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he. It's funny, there are guys like, there's not many of guys like him who are, just as good a performer as they are a writer. Right. Usually you're know, usually you better at one or the other. That's, yeah. And... He's one of those few guys. That- and that was
1: kind of the thing I remember about him when we did, when back when we did stand up, we, we used to work at the improv in Chicago. And he would go up and he would do, you know, like maybe maybe 16, 16% of Zach was actual stand up. Mm-hmm. And the rest was like these bizarre characters. Yeah. Oh, really? And these bizarre performances that kind of came out of the blue. Yes. And you were just, as I'm a, I'm a monologist. Right, right. Sure. So to watch someone go up and just take it to the left was just terrifying to me
2: well i you know here's the th- ice to me when i see someone getting laughs if if they're doing off-the-wall stuff i'm totally fine with it right i, I can't stand when i see a comic who's like an alt comic or mm-hmm. whatever and they go up and they're floundering they do n- Tendence of nothing you're like I'm, I'm an artist and you're like what was the fucking point yeah, of that yeah. Like, yeah. So, you know that's stuff that makes me crazy I've seen that so too. you know Steve Martin did off the wall stuff when I was a kid that I sure. lived with right. but it was funny yeah. you know yeah. so it, to me that's always the bu- and, and believe me I, I watch guys like that too and think I wish I could think like what that yeah, yes.
1: puzzles, what are you doing Yeah. for your verses impulses, what are you doing what are you yes. doing yes. and then you, you calm down you go Oh yes. I would be so terrified thank God that was funny yes. there's like 300 people in this room I didn't know what the hell he was going to do absolutely <laughs>
2: and he takes a big swing, and you're yeah. like, and then it,
0: and then yeah. it pays off. So know? I was
1: really pleased when I saw him on Conan, and I, yeah. I, I I'm,
0: kudos. And it hats seems off. to be uh, Conan. Yeah, there's a lot of Chicago guys on Conan, well, Did, did you, you
2: work with Dion Cole? I did. I, yeah. Have.
0: Yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. very funny. He, he's a Chicago guy too.
2: I think he came out of that yep. scene. Okay. Yeah,
0: Pardo is a friend of mine. Oh man. yeah, Pardo from yeah, yeah. So, way back in so the day. funny. So yeah, yeah. and Andy Richter's from Chicago. Oh yeah. And then like, isn't uh, oh what that was. S- not Sweeney. Oh, I, who's the head writer oh, now? Michael. You talking about? No, no.
2: Who's the head writer now? Oh, Mike Sweeney. Yeah. He's a New Jersey. Guy. Oh, he's a Jersey guy. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. He worked out in New York, but um, but we had a lot of Chicago guys, John Glazer and Brian Stack, and yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian Stack was actually the one I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah.
1: So what's what's your worst Conan story? Do you have a? The story about when you wanted to choke Conan one day.
0: Um, <laughs> still um, just deflecting my YouTube question as much as you can. I'm trying to stay <laughs> employed here. <laughs> no, that's right. You're still working.
2: Well, well, I've well, got we'll children. Save it. Um, save it
0: for after the mic. We'll, we'll, we'll no, do I
2: don't think I have any. Of that. I mean, we we've had some. You know, we had some rough times. Right. You know, especially in the beginning, it was. Oh, it I bet. Was, it was pretty. So shaky. You know
1: what? do you? What is that? I, I'm, I'm just. You pitch a joke. You pitch a joke, and he's like, "Fuck that!" Well, I mean, no, no, that's it?
2: not the stuff. You know, you, you you pitch a million jokes, so okay. you don't care about stuff like that. But you know, when I was first started, it was so shaky. You'd be reading the 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 New York Daily News, or the New York Post, and almost every day they would have a story about. Conan's gonna be fired and who's gonna replace Conan? Oh. Oh. Speculate. So you're there like, holy shit, this is my job. Right. Yeah. E- every day. And that was that was really nerve-wracking. Because
1: you took the paper to him and asked him about I it say, every yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this here? Yeah. <laughs> and,
2: uh, <laughs> how
0: do you think I would be as a host? <laughs> 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 what you think, can I maybe emphasize just sizing up your office right here? See where I'll put a picture of my kids. <laughs>
2: uh, that would
1: bug me if every day you came to me with a paper saying
2: this says you're yeah. full of shit, buddy. It's <laughs> funny, we, uh, we, I always forgot to mention those articles to him, but uh, <laughs> they were in there a lot right it was, it was really oh, suck, I was man. all
1: in for the, the tonight show thing I mean I rem- I still remember like his first night on the tonight show that bit where he ran from New York oh, yeah, to yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. To LA. genius priceless yeah. just uh, hilarious and uh, and I was so b- buckled in and
0: my wow. favorite thing was when he found out he was getting fired, and then he's like, "Well, right. I'm gonna blow all this money," <laughs> right. and then he's right. like, "This is, <laughs> you know, like, this is a 500
2: foot yeah. d- oh my god, this is a rare and bat got so from." People get so mad, it's like that, he doesn't have a 40 million dollar Picasso. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? He's it's like, like <laughs> you know, and it just <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford was like railing against him over it. It's like that's not a real Porsche that we're trashing or whatever. Right, right. It's a joke, like, That's <laughs> so funny.
0: <laughs> there, was, there are children in this world who could use that $40 million you're paying for a Picasso. We're not paying yeah, for a <laughs> It's like, that's not
2: an actual Picasso, please. And then
0: the
1: disingenuousness of Leno is uh, when he does the interview with Oprah or whoever about how, hey, you know, the, the marketplace decides who's going to do what. When the fact is that you went on at 10 o'clock and kill the ten o'clock hour <laughs> wow. for, for, for for a week for five days right. in a row. You went in and killed the ten o'clock hour. So by the time Conan rolls around, no one's too, even the news even the news affiliates the local news affiliates were complaining that the NBC numbers were down. Sure, sure, sure. By by time the Leno show was over, yeah, for the eleven yeah. o'clock news. So how you know that type, you want to talk about sabotage?
2: Well, you know it's I'm um, just. It was a brutal time. Oh, I, I have bet. to tell you, it was I the bet. worst. And it I was remember, the worst to watch. Well, you know, we uh, well, I moved my family across the country, and now we're, you know, we bought a house, and then now suddenly we're at a, we're, you know. And I remember about two weeks after this happened, I'm lying awake, it's three in the morning, and I'm just staring at the ceiling, like, what am I going to do? You right. know? And there was an earthquake, and I had never experienced an earthquake. Oh, God. And it was, roll, you know, it was like, oh. And the next day, like, my wife slept through it, and people, I'm talking to people, oh, I slept through it. It's like... I was wide awake, <laughs> waiting for it. <her>, you know, <laughs> it was like, "Oh my god!" But I have to say, I'm 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 glad that you know TBS has just embraced us, and it's a lot. It was so much. It was so intense at the Tonight Show. It was really kind of a. It was not fun to work there. I right. have uh-huh. to say, after it's, the ball had been dropped or prior. Prior to that, because it was he had to do a long monologue, and there was the thing of the Tonight Show. They they have a history of a long monologue, mm-hmm. so he would do, fifteen jokes, and you would just write jokes. All day you know my dad, an older guy living in Florida in the old days in New York if I'd have a good day I'd give my dad a call see how he was doing. never once did I have we have a good day oh had, really oh I made no phone call. it was that right. kind of thing where you know my dad was elderly I could and by the time I get home from work at, at, at 7:38 it's well right. it's 11 o'clock in Florida I can't right. call you know what I mean? right, right but it was just that kind of thing it was so intense I just went I had not my stomach every day oh, I so that. I did feel like it, it added five years to my life. Going to TB, you know. Sure, I, right. I, I mean, as much as I we enjoyed being in the spotlight and all that stuff.
1: As hard as it was for you as a as a worker, mm-hmm. it was twice as hard for me as a viewer, <laughs> <laughs> as a fan. I, you can tell your little sad story if you
2: want to, but I was sitting on my sofa weeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that, though. but it was like it was like a messy divorce. you oh, know? I bet. And it's,
0: it's uh, listen way, that whole you know, that whole thing was f- fucked from. The tree trunk to Absolutely. the leaves, and, and from the, the top down, from the first decision sure. made all the that's way down, true. it was Absolutely. just it any just comedian, dominoed shit although. the Any comedian
1: who says I'm going to do a five day a week show, basically doing my same format at ten o'clock, and then thinks that that's not going to have any impact, you know, that's it's it just reeks of sabotage to mm-hmm. me. It's like, well, why would you not say, you know, what I'll take. You know, a little less money, and I'll do a, I'll do a variety show sure, on sure, Thursday. Sure, sure. I'll do an hour long. I'll bring back the Sonny and Share,
2: Carol Burnett energy. That's what we need.
1: And and do that. That's what I was hoping Jay would do. It makes more sense.
2: Well, it's you know. I don't know what to tell you. Hindsight is those cars,
0: but I'm... Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm obviously obsessed. That, you <laughs> well, can no, see. I, well seriously, that. It's, you're more I obsessed than that. he is, and it <laughs> happened. <laughs> it happened to him. That's what I'm saying. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember the. Just whole when he finally <laughs> got over yeah, it, and you know, got to bring it I up come. on my podcast. Like Vietnam. Like Vietnam. You're gonna go home, and Brian's gonna be in the fetal position on my couch. My two-year-old's gonna be like, "Who, Dad?
2: Why is he crying?" I have repressed this whole thing, so I don't really know what you guys are talking
0: about. I apologize for obsessing, but it was. Well, I will say this. Uh, the respect I have for Brian is, and I know how, as a writer, I know how hard it is to write all day. God. And then muster the energy to go do seven minutes at, not even at the improv. I've run into you yes, at that's some true. shit we, we, we have
2: been some shit
0: <laughs> like, all and, and, and like me, right. being the stay-at-home dad now, I, I'm not writing, so I can, I'm looking for, I'll go out, I'll do oh, a fucking yeah. sure. portageon just yeah. to get out of the oh, house, yeah. yes. you know? Yes. And then I go, I show up at some, shit bar in Venice and right. there's Brian Kiley well, there working was, on his fourth Letterman appearance.
2: <laughs> there was this one we did. It's just so funny how L.A. is. There was this one that we used to do in Beverly Hills mm-hmm. and the woman who booked it, she was this lesbian who had this, her partner was like the most beautiful woman you ever saw in she your is. life. She's a good
0: friend. She's been on the podcast. Oh, she has. Stay with
2: me. Without, but her. Not, you know you know her partner.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted her partner because she's so hot but Stamey's uh, comedian. Without exaggeration.
2: <laughs> it's like, it was like, holy cow. And you'd go, and the, her, their friends would be there. So the audience would be like 12 people. Mm-hmm. And six of them would be these unbelievably hot supermodel lesbians. Right. They'd be like, what is this? Like, like, the, like the kind we? you you imagine as a straight guy in your head yes. that don't really exist. A- absolutely. Right. Yeah. And it, And it was like, I've never seen. Three women this hot in my life, and there are six of them in this room here. You know what I mean? Who it was aren't just, interested in me at all? Absolutely. <laughs> Which I, I was used to that part. But even I couldn't even fantasize that maybe they'd come around. You know, it was it was so insane. I,
0: re- I remember my uh, I had Stamie and her girlfriend over at my house, and my parents were there. My dad's a my dad's a preacher, and my buddy Paul comes over, and he, he meets him, and then he meets he, like he. Know, I'm like, oh yeah. So my dad, you know, my dad's a preacher, and then he meets uh Stamie and and her girlfriend, his girlfriend Tracy, he's like, wow, that Tracy is. (laughs) And I go, well. That's St- Stanley's girlfriend, and he looks at her, and he looks at my dad, and he goes, now that's a sin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to go try to convert her. <laughs> she needs
2: converting.
0: Let me tell you, they were on The Real L Word, and I've had them on here, so I think listeners have heard about it, and so they got a huge following, and we, I was on the show that they did where it was like the finale of The Real L Word, and it was standing room only. It was packed. This all, all place. guys,
2: and all single, all straight guys <laughs> in their twenties. <20s. laughs> <laughs> Could you guys brush each other's hair?
0: You brush each other's and it was great. It was great. It was a great show. But yeah, I always see Brian out working twelve hours a day, and then out at the out doing stand I it's highly impressive. I don't get
1: out as much as I'd like to. I, I, every now and then, someone will call me and say, "Hey, do you want to go out?" And I, the last thing I did was like out in
0: Studio City,
1: and uh, it was on a bar that was doing a comedy night, and um, there's literally like maybe twelve people.
2: Well, it's funny. I live in Studio in the City, and there was a there was a a bar like that's like a dance club nearby mm-hmm. right? that I just did this like a month ago. So my wife and I my wife actually never comes to shows, but she, she came. We, we walked over. It's like a five minute walk from my right. house. There's 15 people in the crowd, and it's got and it's got a dance floor. It's all this kind right. And this woman gets up, and they had some singers, and she gets up and sings, Toppins. Oh, topic, whatever, and it's Wait, like what is that?
0: It's like some Mary it's, it's Poppins. It's Oh, okay. <laughs> which
2: I didn't even know. Someone told me Oh, that's you, from Mary Poppins. Two year old, you don't know the yes. goddamn Mary Poppins song.
0: That's three year old stuff. <laughs> We're
1: still,
2: but I couldn't think of. It's like who would come to this thing to hear, especially this dance club. Who wants to hear this six-year-old woman singing this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god!
1: I had the time of my life though at that at that room. Uh, you know, and that's the thing about when you haven't done it in a while, especially you. You know, you sure, get out sure. and there's still, there's like you know less than twenty people here counting the comics. And you know, just get it's, that thing kicks in where if you can get you can see the comics laughing, yes, uh-huh. sure, then that's absolutely. that's satisfying in the, in, yeah, that yeah. oh, in that desert. Yeah. Oh that's like an oasis. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Well, the, they they are laughing, so it was it wasn't worth it. Nice. Wasn't worth it. The, the gas money was worth it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my friend and I forgot to bring this up when Rich Scheidner was on, I think, but my friend Jordan Brady, who you guys might know, he's an old school comedian. I know that name. He uh, now he's a director and he did that movie I Am Comic, and okay. he did I Am Road Comic, which is coming out also. Um, but in that he follows Rich Scheidner's kind of mm-hmm. entrance back into stand-up, mm-hmm. like okay. hitting the open mics sure. in town. Wow. And, he, and it's a nightmare, but he has one set that he kills at, and he's talking to him afterwards, and this look in his eye is just he's just he's got that feeling again. Right? Yeah. Later on in the movie, he interviews Foxworthy after doing a stadium. Foxworthy has the same look in his eye. Nice. Of just, and it's just that feeling, whether it's 10 people or right. 10,000 yeah. people, nice. man. It's just a, something you can't. I've heard about that that's, feeling. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that someday. It's very <laughs> real. I remember you
1: know, talking to my wife on the way home because she, I'm, I'm at that age and, and the disposition in my life where getting out of the house past 6 p.m. is really an achievement.
2: Yes, yes. So,
1: so she always has to goad me and guilt me. Sure. You, you just go. You know, you're going to feel better once you get there. Just go. And I'm like grumbling. And and, and then on the way home, I have to call her and say, you were right.
0: It was awesome. (laughs) What is it with wives? I literally had that conversation with my wife at the two-year-old party. I got a (laughs) 10 o'clock at the improv tonight. And I was like, honey, I don't know. I think I'm thinking about not going. And she's just like... they don't want us around. I think, yeah, I think that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the house.
2: <laughs> they can't stand us. I think is the bottom line.
1: I I, I have the best wife when it comes to that because yeah, it's just it's. I'm just I don't want I don't want to do anything. Well, I mean, yeah. I, even even if it's just going to the beach and would we'll be around people that I generally enjoy. Yeah, I just like but, have to be talked into it.
2: But don't you think that's an LA thing too? I think I've become much more reclusive since I've been here because it's it's such a pain in the ass to go anywhere. There's so much traffic. <laughs> everything's so spread. You're like fuck it. I'll stay home. So I, I do think that after a while, like where I wasn't in New York, it's easy to go out. You just mm-hmm. get on the subway or you get on the train, you know, and here it's like, ah, it's going
0: to be a hassle, us right. you know. How was it in Chicago when you were coming? Where is it? Because I, I haven't, I, I ne- I, even though I perform in Chicago, quote unquote, it's in right. Schaumburg. So I never get into Chicago. Those were
1: the, when I was there, I was fortunate because it was like the height. Uh, I was there for the, the beginning of the bubble. Mm-hmm. The bubble and then the the height of the bubble, then the collapse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was I was there for was, you know. So when I was in Chicago, it was it was gold. Yeah. And then, but gradually, you know, the, sure. the Improv moved in, Catch a Rising Star moved in, uh, Zanies was already there, mm-hmm. Funny Bone moved in, all. So there was a lot of work, but after a while, those clubs start to cancel each other out. Yeah, yeah. And then they start paper in the room. And then once yep, the papering yep, yep. of the room began, that was the beginning. Yeah, and bubble. papering
0: is handing out free tickets. Yeah, yep. papering
1: is when you you call someone at work and say you and twenty friends yep. just won tickets. You to, won. The, to yeah. the yeah to the, uh, yes. the Laugh Factory. Uh-huh. I mean, it was the Laugh Factory or uh, the, the Funny Farm? Funny Farm. The uh-huh. Funny Firm was was farm. like the last new club yep. I think on the bubble, and then they and then they kind of.
2: And then what happens is they call that same they call those same people the next week. You won again. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, And then by the fourth week they're like, well, wait a minute. And it kills. We don't want to go again. Yeah, you know? it
1: kills. And that's what I always said. It killed the comedy uh, audience. Yeah. It, it's like a prostitute. If you if you call <laughs> if you're a prostitute and you're giving away twenty blowjobs, right. uh, after a while, you even if they're really great blowjobs, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. people are People like, nah, I'm good. Well, you know, Mari
2: has a huge prostitute following, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> good that you're giving this advice because uh, I was just about to call. <laughs> after the show. <laughs> they need to hear this. <laughs>
1: that was literally what it was like, though. I mean, by the time you get to, you know, three weeks in after the room has been papered, then there's no value. Yeah, the yeah, audience yeah. doesn't care what you have to and say. And
2: they, they'll talk, they'll whatever, they don't give a shit, they didn't right. pay anything. You no, know? There's so, nothing at yeah, stake. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah exactly. And so, and so, yeah.
0: I remember, the fir- I first discovered that when I first started working in, in comedy clubs, I saw the fishbowl where you could put your business card in and I had a little cheap business card and I put it in and I got called
1: probably 20 times. And then I
0: got called again. Yeah. And then finally I was like, Hey, Listen, you know what? I, I, I'm work there. You're, you're asking me to bring 20 <laughs> of my friends to my show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. But, but
1: prior to that, it was gold. It was yeah, fun. I, sure. I, I, I worked, the. Uh, I think the room I worked the most probably was, was, uh, the improv between the improv and Zanies. Zanies mm-hmm. uh, Burton Haas was really good to me. And, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, but anyway, I worked a lot there, and those rooms, when they were packed, mm-hmm. it was just like heaven. It yeah, was sure. heaven. And I worked with some really, you know, I worked with Kathy, Kathy Ladman. I love it. She's been oh, yeah, on the yeah. show, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was hilarious. Kathy's yeah. great. And I worked she with is. Wendy Liebman. Those were like the two first really funny females mm-hmm. I've ever worked with
0: sure i love wendy man she's been on the show also and, they,
1: and, it, and that was cuz i've been on the road a while and i've worked with some really n- yeah, not yeah, so yeah. great yeah. Co- female comics and it's, and, I, and to, to the caveat there is that it's hard i think it's harder for a woman to do it's it's a tougher gig cuz
2: cuz well especially in the road like that yeah yeah, yeah cuz those hell gigs it's right. yeah yeah
1: guys are uh, drunk well, people we are, get a,
2: we get abused so you can yeah, right. abuse <laughs> thing yeah. right yeah, so it's absolutely. a tougher gig
1: uh well, on that note, one of my road stories is um, I worked with Drew Carey mm-hmm. at, um, I think it was a Funny Bone in, in somewhere in Indiana, one of those mm-hmm. ensconced Funny Bones. Sure, sure.
0: And uh, this is before he was famous. Ensconced in like a strip mall ensconced? Uh, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of those deals. Yeah. <laughs>
1: one of those deals. And uh, he was a feature act. I was the opener. Oh, He man. was a feature act. There was a female headliner whose name I cannot remember. And I've ran into Drew a couple times since then, and I always bring it up. He says, "Yeah, I remember what happened. I don't remember. I don't remember who it was, but yeah. But they they bumped her after come. come. Did they flip him or yeah? They bumped oh, her. Yeah. Come, uh, you know, it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday night was her last night, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he was cl- he closed, and rightfully so. She could not follow him. Sure, sure, sure,
0: sure. She
1: couldn't follow. That was back when he had the buzz cut and the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't the, the, the skinny, skinny suit. tie Yeah, 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 yeah skinny yeah, yeah. tie and And yeah. he was crushing it,
2: yeah, yeah, I'm but sure.
1: we were all in a condo together.
2: Ooh, the three of us were in
1: a condo together, and the night they, they bumped her down to feature, she was furious. And she was in her room on the phone, yelling and swearing at her people, whoever they were. And every now and then she would come out and apologize to Drew and say, Listen, you know, it's not about you. You know, you're a great guy. I know right, it's not right. your fault, blah, blah, blah. This is bullshit. If I were, she would go back in the room and yell some more, me and Drew would just sit there and go, oh. wow. it was Man,
0: wild. I have it's never intense. been uh, switched or bumped. Surprisingly, not. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't happened to me. It but happened me once. Oh I, yeah, I got bumped up from featured. Oh, you got to, bumped, uh, up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bumped up. Yeah, I'm talking about being bumped down. No, I never been oh, bumped down. I get down. bumped up all the I've never time. Been bumped up. Yeah, I got bumped, oh, I got bumped up, bumped up yeah, last yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, but it only happened once. That was at the Funny Bone in in Columbus. Ohio, and I worked with a guy who was a sweet guy, but uh-huh. he was just, he was, he's, he's, he was so laid back.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yep.
1: that it wasn't really, I don't think it was my fault. It was just, no, like, no, no, you know, no. I have it a wouldn't. tempo. Yeah. And I'm I'm here to deliver as many jokes as I can in 25 minutes. And I wasn't going over because I think there's things you can do to sabotage. Yes, absolutely. By going over sure. and being extra yes. blue. Yeah,
2: and yeah, that. yeah.
0: Yep, yep, you know, absolutely.
1: But I wasn't doing any of that. But he was just so laid back. Yeah. I wish I could remember his name. He was nah, so. Man, laid I am back.
0: all about, as far as headlining goes, like, I, I'm of this of the mind of I want to see like a Ron Pearson. I want to see a guy who's on a fucking unicycle <laughs> sure. juggling. Because if you're doing an hour, I don't care how funny. I can't watch right. Chris Rock for more than a half hour. That's just me. That's Interesting. my attention span. Right. Interesting. That's just I have nothing against Chris yeah. Rock. He's one of my favorite comedians. Right. But after a half an hour, I'm like, <sighs> click. I'm going to move do on you, to something else. Do you
1: remember like the first comic you worked with that you watched every show that they did the week you worked with them?
0: Robert Schimmel. I Don't with even Schimmel. have to think Schimmel about was, it. Chemo was about insane.
1: It. Yeah, I stayed with him a condo, and he was literally insane. He was oh. funny as hell,
2: but he was a nut. Really he was, was crazy a nut. You know, it was. I was very crazy. surprised what what a nice guy he was. He was sweet because you just from watching his t- seeing him on stage. I had only seen him on TV. Right. Mm-hmm. He he was so edgy and he was dark and whatever. And they had me open for him, which I thought, well, this is a weird choice. But you know what? He The contrast between me, me and him, Right. he loved that. Because if someone who goes on and they're dark and dirty before he goes, it's kind of stealing his thunder. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. So, that,
1: yeah, that was his gag. He was so kind of uh, harmless looking. Yeah. Right. And then he would come from this left field and you'd yes. be like, oh, my God.
0: He actually just, uh, I worked with Chimel a lot. I became really good friends with him for the last two years of his life. But I also just re... Uh, dropped the Jeff Schimmel his brother came on and we talked oh, about nice. uh, him working with Bob and stuff so I just re-upped that one if you guys haven't heard that that's on the website so you can go back and listen I to Schimmel. that
1: Schimmel was his, Jeff was Jeff's brother yeah when, yeah
2: when he was on Schimmel's he'd been on Conan a few times but he had mm-hmm. gotten cancer and, and, and came and was recovering and came on right. the show so we opened with you know two minutes about cancer right. and people were like whoa and they just kind of froze up or whatever and so he's in this he dug himself a hole and he just goes I beat cancer for this, <laughs> and they just exploded, <laughs> and he just killed the rest of his set. Oh, it was awesome. So funny! It was that just, is great. I don't think I saw anyone on TV just turn the set around. Like That's that. amazing. You know, That's when great. When I worked
1: with him, he uh, he, had, he had I don't think he'd been diagnosed with cancer at that point, but he was he was definitely a hypochondriatic.
0: Mm-hmm. He was sure, definitely sure. very.
1: Ulti- we had lots of conversations about how he was feeling.
0: Oh sure, and uh, he never lost that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and all I think people,
2: he was going through a divorce or oh, pre-divorce yeah, yeah. or something right, that right. was really tearing him up too. Oh. Well, all the stuff he went through, and then he doesn't die of cancer. He's, he's in a car accident.
0: Car accident. Good stuff. Unbelievable. That what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought at home. That was no. the first death I found out. Uh, first friend who died, I found out on social media. Hmm. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. sure. Like I was sitting on my couch in our oh, old house and I was strolling through Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw it. That was the first one person i found out on That's social interesting. media
2: interesting i don't know that the first one I...
1: it's weird to find out i found out michael jackson died through it. someone texted me mm-hmm. you know i was sitting there doing something and yeah. some my phone buzzes and i look michael jackson just died and i was like you know you yeah, just yeah, you yeah. Just, yeah. You're
2: just like what a weird way to be delivered right right this yeah. horrible news you know when i was a kid there was one of my friends lived a couple blocks away and his mother she was in the kitchen all day with the with the radio on. So whenever someone famous died, he would call me up and he'd go, Jack Benny died. Uh-huh. She would died, for Whatever. And it happened like 30 times. Well, it was ridiculous. We used to call him the bluebird of happiness. Just <laughs> but when Elvis died, he had to come over our house. Like he couldn't call. Oh, him. wow. He couldn't just call on the phone. Mm-hmm. It was the king. So he had to show up by the house and go, Elvis died. Wow, that's that's. But crazy. it is that new thing now of you you see on Facebook or you see yeah. on Twitter or right. something,
0: somebody's like, oh, shit. You know?
1: I'm always skeptical when I see it on
0: Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was well, skeptical. That's the when one I heard Michael Jackson died because I saw it on Facebook and then TMZ reported it and I'm yeah like, that's and I'm true. like, uh... because there are like, those we'll hoaxes wait. or whatever. Well, they yeah. just that Vince
2: Vaughn one and there yeah. were these hoaxes
1: then you're like, uh, Will Smith has died like twice,
0: <laughs> twenty times on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. And- somebody was uh. somebody's posting, uh Betty White died, but D Y E D and it was like dyed her hair. Oh, yeah, which yeah, yeah, is yeah. Really kind of <laughs> stupid. <laughs> this is how I know somebody died uh, according to my mom when she calls. Hey honey, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, mom? I'm good. Hey, remember Rich DeAndre? <laughs> like, well, what did he die of? <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> By the way, that's my best friend, and I'm sorry if I just put a curse on you, buddy. Oh. I know you listen to, I know you listen to this podcast. Jinx, Jinx. <laughs> Stay home tonight. <laughs> so am I we don't have to talk about this, but am I maybe I'm being a little premature. You told me on the couch that you're working out for Letterman again. I'm is so that, can we talk about that or is I that still too so. early? Unless,
2: unless they change their mind. I'm okay. so next month. So what number is that? Uh, it'll be number seven, believe it oh, or not Oh, seven which, Okay, yeah, for, Considering that no one's ever heard of me that's make, <laughs> make,
1: make room for a new guy, why don't you? <laughs> well, you know, I
2: got it originally It was really a fluke I don't know if I told this story last time But I was at work at Conan Eddie Brill called me up And it's like one in the afternoon And he goes, this is a weird question But can you do the show today? And I go, uh, okay and he goes, well, let me call you back So he calls me back And he goes, okay You're on Dave is sick, Bruce Willis is hosting. Bruce Willis was supposed to be the first guest, and they had to bump him up to be the host because oh. Dave got sick. So they needed to have four guests instead of three because they, you know, they couldn't fill out all the right. comedy or whatever. So he said, Dave is sick, Bruce Willis is hosting. So we hung up. I turned to the, the guy I work with, the masturbating bear, and they said, they just asked me to do Letterman. They said, Dave is sick, and Bruce Willis is hosting. Bring, it's Eddie Brill on the phone. Don't tell anyone that Dave is sick and Bruce Willis is so good. just, <laughs> you just tell me, it's too late it's now. It's too late right. now. It's out. So I had, I, so I had, I had to murder my friend. To, <laughs> I had to kill him.
0: <laughs> now I, I have to, to be masturbating better tonight and I can't do the show.
2: <laughs> so I, I borrowed a suit from a wardrobe and just went over there and did it. And the thing is, I didn't have time to be nervous. Yeah. You know, it, and it was like, you just go, okay, I'm just going to do my best shit. What, you know? Right. And. I had a good night's sleep because I didn't know the night before right. I was sure. doing all that other stuff. So, good And I, you. I don't know how many people they called before me because I'm sure, <laughs> I didn't even know I was in the running, so I'm sure they called somebody and the guy's, the guys like, hey, I'm on the road or somebody's right. like, oh, I'm not ready or whatever. And Eddie never revealed how many comics went down the line before he called right. me. But um,
0: Oh, that's so, why I don't think yeah. you told that story last time around there. Yeah. I remember that week. That was the week he had shingles? Maybe? Yes. He yep. had shingles. Yeah, and I remember shingles. Zach... Yeah. Uh, Galifianakis was on and his opening joke was and Janine Garofalo was hosting his opening joke was this is a dream come true to be on the Janine Garofalo show. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So... What are you doing? I mean, are you you hitting it every night? Are you I running am. it? Yeah, I am, and it's it's. So it's, I'll see you at that shitty Beverly Hills gig you uh, on I'll Monday <laughs> night.
2: Are you gotta have what seven? Tight seven? Oh no, it's, it's only like four, like four and a half, and a half, half now, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, and it spreads a
0: little bit. Hopefully, I mean, if it doesn't
2: spread, <laughs> you're in trouble. Right. But um, it's so much of it is just getting the order right and, and that kind of stuff. So it's it's stressful. And I also go through this thing. It's I always I compare it to like the stages of grief or something where. The night before I do a show, or that at some point I'm suddenly terrified, and I'm suddenly like, "Oh shit! Why did I agree to this? I'm gonna mm-hmm. eat it." And last time I woke up in the hotel room in the middle of the night, and for four hours I was wide awake. Like, really? Yes. Four. I'm, go- I'm going. I am gonna eat it. I'm terrified. Why did I agree to that? Whatever. How many
1: performances? In and this you- was number
2: six. <laughs> and then I fell back to sleep, and I woke. When I woke up. I was fine, and then I was fine the you rest of the day. I, huh. But just that, I'd like to punch you from right like now. two <laughs> <laughs> from like two to six a.m. I'm telling you, what are you talking about? It's, I don't know. What to like, tell I you. drove across, I the now I'm this. every time is like a, the first time I lose my virginity. Every time it's it's, it's like, like the first no. time I'm doing stand. I, I'll tell you when I used to st- when I started out in Boston, I would do Lenny Clark's show in Cambridge on Wednesday nights, and on Tuesday afternoon I would get a knot in my stomach. Every time. And one time I get a knot in my stomach and I'm like, it's not two, today's Monday. And I realized it was a, yesterday was a Monday holiday. Like it is Tuesday. Like my body knew, <laughs> your body have knew your <laughs> when I didn't, you know,
1: here, here let me give you an, here's an analogy I use with my daughter, right. and my children is that, uh, the thing about being nervous, especially when it's something that you're, you're obviously good at and passionate about. Think of, think of yourself as Batman or Superman. <laughs> when Batman comes upon some some evil doers, does, do you think he gets a nod? Sort of go, oh, What do I do
2: now? Oh, this is good. no. He steps up. He clunks their heads together. He, you know, and but, he moves on. But if you're if you're in a movie or something, right? Don't didn't you get any of that? Don't you get some of that stage fright or whatever you want to call it?
1: You know, when I get get antsy is at an audition when okay. I don't when I don't have the job. I see. Okay, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll my throat will get dry, and I'll have to tell myself. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but that but that's just that's to
2: me that's get to getting the job yeah, yeah. if you have been tapped well, and given the anointment <laughs> well you just you, you don't want to blow it in front of everyone you know like you just envision everyone you know sitting in the front row on it when you're on sure. a show like that you well, know right. well
0: here's yeah. what i this is what i always say if i don't get a little nervous before a show whether it's tv or stand or a shitty barroom, yeah, yeah, bar yeah. room then i'm gonna tank well, that's there's something I really need yes. a little something if I know yes. I, if I got and I'm not saying in the bathroom throwing up right, right, nervous or right, right. just a little something in the little something, yes. something. that means I'm, but I'm, that's to me that's what I'm concerned. I'm care about the show. I'm going
2: to. But you know what bullfighters say that really isn't that interesting. Bullfighters if they're if you're terrified that's bad because you go up there, but if you're not if you're not nervous at all they say it's also bad. You should have that little bit of the nervous adrenaline, mm-hmm. little nervous rush. Yeah, see. So you don't get that. Brian
0: I and I are right. Ted, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't,
1: we, you don't get. That. I think we're just different. I think I, <laughs> I think I get that. Like I said, with an audition, mm-hmm. when I'm auditioning uh-huh. for more so for a
2: TV show than a commercial or whatever. But, um, but you've been in some big things acting wise, right?
1: I, I, I've been. I was recurring on Everybody Hates Chris. Okay, I so work with Chris Rock on
2: the, that show. And, so if you're working with someone like Chris Rock or somebody big like that. Do you you're like oh shit it's this person or no
1: no not really? a, not a, I, a, little, a little a little I'll say a little okay. but I feel like if I'm prepared oh, which is a be, big chore for you're me supposed to be
0: prepared <laughs> which is a big <laughs> why chore didn't you for tell me? me that it's a big chore <laughs> for me to be prepared the not killer prepared
1: I'm not I'm not, not a person who prepares easily I'm distracted but
2: Is there somebody big like if you were doing a show with uh, a TV show with Bill Cosby or or somebody is there somebody big that you would be like <gasps> Is that somebody that, as a kid, that you looked up to? That you
1: and I don't want to sound. Hold on, I don't want to sound like I'm. But like Chris Rock wasn't, uh, you know. Right, uh, but you didn't grow he, up
2: watching Chris Rock. Do and you know? I, I mean, and I worked you know.
1: with him before he before he got on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. I'd work with him in, oh, okay. in Baltimore at Slapsticks. Wow, And, and funny. he uh, he was, you know, he was still, you know, just before he got Saturday Night Live, sure. he was still very funny, a lot more quiet in his delivery. Not it wasn't that big verbose yeah, yeah. delivery that he has now, mm-hmm. but very funny. And we talked and hung out a lot, so he was very cool. So meeting him on the other side that fence, he didn't remember me, but I, I remembered him as sure, him, sure, and, you know course. a kid who was you know getting his ticket punched. Right. I worked with Jimmy Fountain in the same situation. Oh, yeah? I worked with Jimmy Fountain before he got on Saturday Night Live at the La Brea improv. Sure, oh, sure. And he was still doing a lot of guitar work. Yeah. And yeah. He doing that little troll bit where he put the troll on the stool and sing a song about the little you know little troll. Uh, oh, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he noticed. had a bunch of just it was Funny. just cheesy. But when he got off stage I, t- I shook his hand and, and I said, Listen, I, t- I said I don't know you. We don't know each other. I said, But you you're gonna be okay. I can tell cuz he was just so affable. Yeah, he yeah, was more yeah. affable than funny, mm-hmm. but there was he was just so relaxed sure. yeah, and so likable. That uh you know so I think I think that's more I come from I come from a theater background. Mm-hmm. I, I studied acting in college. Yeah. I got a scholarship to study acting oh, at State University. Wow. So I, so I come my approach I think to stand up you know, it's not, I'm, I'm not that nervous because because yeah, sure. I feel prepared. I feel yeah, like yeah, oh, right. I, I know these fu- first five jokes work really well. Right. So if I can get through these first five jokes, <laughs> my biggest nervousness is about I think uh, hecklers and dealing with people who sure. are, who are going to sabotage me. Yeah, yeah, be yeah, easy, yeah absolutely. Because I've lost my temper. I have a, I have a bad temper for for being fucked with.
2: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, sometimes somebody pushes your buttons, and yeah, we all. I, and, but at the same time, if you lose your shit. The crowd is like they that they'll turn on gone. you quick. Right, right. So yeah, getting them know. back yeah. is,
1: is a bigger challenge yes, than getting absolutely. them in the first place. Yeah, and that's a, that's a lesson I learned because there was there's been a few you know not a few I'd say maybe two situations where there was a drunk woman. And she wouldn't stop. And, and I, you punch. I, I what to, is your problem? <laughs>
0: Why did you even... I guess that's a bad joke for what's going on right now. <laughs> now that I think about uh, it. Yeah, I can't
1: even... I would, but my wife was listening, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you said that.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, but, but yeah, I've gone like one step too far sure, and sure, the sure. audience is just done.
0: Especially with... I know it might might sound sexist, especially with a woman though. If you they're, if you're a guy picking on a woman, absolutely. Yeah, because it comes off as opposed to de- it, g- it goes yes. from defending yourself yes. to picking on right. real yep. quick.
1: Yeah, yep. And if they're drunk, the audience will give them so much leeway. Yeah. And then they want to see you go after them a little bit, but they don't want you to go too far. Yeah. And
0: then the boyfriend's yeah, gotta. True. Yeah. <laughs> the boyfriend's <laughs> got to stick up because that's his <laughs> yes. girl, you yeah. know. And yeah. it's just and yeah. it's a, it's oh, a whole yeah. thing. It's.
1: I've had far more worse situations across the board with drunk females
2: mm-hmm. than drunk guys. Well, and those those bachelorette parties. Oh, God. Worse than the bachelor party. You the know? Oh, yeah, penis hats oh, that they bring oh, in. Oh, yeah. the penis oh. straws. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those the, oh, <laughs>
0: uh, our friend John Heffern, again, we're mentioning him every five minutes on the show. I don't know why. Just started this uh, Tumblr page called shaming comics
1: oh no i yeah, i saw that I saw where
0: that. he's and i forgot to do it i was going to do it this week because uh one of my comics showed up 40 minutes late and he's just you know like they do shaming dogs on right. the internet and yeah so,
1: one where a guy comic was holding a sign says i asked the headliner to watch my set
0: yeah yeah <laughs> there's, there's different <laughs> sides <of> the <laughs> that's hilarious and he had uh i think his name's matt bergman uh held a sign that said i talked to the bachelorette party <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's yeah. great it's everything you're doing wrong in the yeah. thing <laughs> oh that's great I find myself, I get most nervous when there's one person in the audience that I know. Like it could be like my buddy Dave Rochin came to town and he's like, oh, you're at the improv. I'm sure, going to come down. Sure. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> now it's <laughs> yes. not just another night at the improv. It's I got to fucking do good well, because my well, friend came. Yes. I haven't seen him in 20 years. You know,
2: I, Six months ago, I was doing this gig in Santa Monica and there were either six people or eight people in the crowd and two of them were my wife's friend and her boyfriend and she said to me, I'm going to come to your show once. I'm like, don't come. There's not going to be anyone there. I'm just going there to do new stuff. No, no, it's right around the corner from me. I'm like, look, I'm at the improv on Wednesday night. Why don't you come? No, I can't. I'm going to come to this. So she's two, uh, they're two of six people in the crowd. They don't laugh at the entire time. It's like, look, help me out here. There's nobody here. I can see you. You're stoning me the whole time. <laughs> Oh,
1: I can see you. (laughs) All right, this next joke I know is gold. So if you don't laugh at it,
2: then that's you. you You're just being a dick right now. (laughs) You know, it's it's like you're supposedly coming here to be supportive, and you're like you're stoning me the entire time. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, have you ever get? I don't know why I'm I'm writing something for an article right now, and this is something I'm touching on is uh, these guys who uh, hey man, I want to come see your show. Like okay, cool. Just so you know, I'm very hard to make laugh. <laughs> oh you always If, get if you get a, if Absolutely. you get a laugh from me, you've earned it. <laughs> I Fuck you! I don't don't want come you to come. the show. Yes. I don't, don't come to the show. I don't want you to come. Yes. the exactly. show. Exactly. But,
2: but they're preparing themselves in case they go. Well, if he's not funny, I want to. It's like a preemptive strike. Oh, you yeah. think so? Oh yeah, I think so. You know, it's funny when I did. I had to do a show for my kids' PTA. And I was new, we had just moved to New York, and they oh, really? only knew me as like a soccer dad. And I would just sit on the stands and not say a word, you know? Right. So I do the show, and I come out. And after like a minute, you could just see them like, oh, Okay. Because you know, like they didn't want me to bomb either. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Awkward <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? it was
1: that way the first time my mom came and saw me, and my dad. They, they oh. were Separately, you know, they're divorced. But yeah, it was that way with them. They, you could see because I'm from Akron, and so mm-hmm. I was working at like Hilarity's and sure. Keega Falls, and there was a Cleveland Comedy Club, and there were some rooms down in uh, uh, Maudie's mm-hmm. down in Cincinnati, and Dayton, Dayton had a Dayton Comedy sure, Club there. So I was all over that place. Sure. But I had a job at uh, Akron City Hospital and uh that i started in when i was in college and and it had benefits so i had dent you know dental great, and great. free everything mm-hmm. and so when you tell your mother you know a black woman that you're going to quit your job with sure, benefits sure. And in a small town and in most towns even today a yeah. job with benefits is is your achievement yeah sure. you yeah. you've reached you've done it Absolutely. You, yeah so there's no sure. reason for you to worry now you keep this job till you die so he so i told her yeah, i'm gonna quit i think i'm quitting quitting this job and uh I'm gonna go tell jokes. I think, you know, because they'd opened up the hilarities, and I went on a date. And um, God, I wish I could remember the name of the guy. There was two prominent guys that were up on, and I talked to them about how much money you could make. And they were like, oh, you can make a, you know, feature act. You can make a thousand dollars a week, and uh, between eight and a thousand at that time, and then you know, headliners more." So uh, when I heard eight hundred dollars a week, I was like, "This is <laughs> yeah, just sure. for standing up there talking yeah. sh- shit and right. being stupid." <laughs> oh, I could do that. So I, so I told my mom, and she the look on her face was, you know, I could have told her I was like a serial killer <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and had buried sure. people under the house. She did not understand it at all. Sure, sure. At all. So when she came and saw me, after I'd been doing it about six months, she came and saw me at Hilariates with a couple of my aunts. And... uh she was like, she was so relieved. Sure, sure yeah, sure. yeah. Got, he got laughs. He's okay, good. He, okay. Absolutely. And yeah, she goes, you know, you you don't need to swear that much. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, mom, I'll nice. try not to swear so much. Nice. But But uh, yeah, but the same thing. She was just.
0: She That's was, great. I don't think my mom still gets it. I don't, I don't think she really understands. <laughs> she doesn't understand why you get paid. Why do you pay for really doing what that? I do? She doesn't understand really. There's <laughs> yeah. writing, and then there's stand-up, and then right. podcasting is like what? What? I don't yeah. even. So, are you you're talking about doing ships again, aren't you?
1: You know, I I I need to do something. The acting has slowed way down. I've done a couple commercials. When I first moved here, uh, you know, I would had two really lean years of of uh of not really booking. I think when I would audition, and I was so eager and pleased to have an agent a sure. manager, so I would walk in the room and I would be extra bouncy and yeah, extra yeah. cheery. And then gradually, after two years of not booking anything, I booked a few non union things. But then you start to realize. Um, okay, you know, it's the cheeriness that's killing you. It's mm. being too bubbly in the room mm. because these guys are, you know, they're cynical. They've been doing this for, for right, like right. hours on end. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so what I've told other actors that are breaking in is that you have to look at it like going to pick up a, a date. Mm-hmm. And if you walk into that date's house and you are too bubbly and too happy to see her and mm-hmm. too complimentary, she's, you know, girls are like, eh, down down. Right, right, right. Back the fuck off. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. And once I figured out that that's the energy, you bring in confidence. Yep, yeah. You bring in, a, you know, you bring your shoulders back, chest mm-hmm. out, confidence, but don't say too much and mm-hmm. don't try to be the center of attention. And you try to hit the ball. You try nice. to connect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started book. So I had a really, like, really good, like. 10 years where I was... Nice. One year I had nine national spots wow. on the air at one wow. time. Wow, wow, So yeah, so it was a good, good, good time. So I uh, we bought a house. I was smart and my wife was, was, was smart. We put that money into real estate, which is... Because mm-hmm. you meet so many people in this yeah. business oh, that, are, yeah. that are high friends who are like TV, you know, regulars and TV stars had series and like, you know, they're still renting. yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're yeah. like, what did you do? You know, you made... <laughs> over $500,000 in one year and you're living in a, you're still renting? Yep, yep. So, so that was like, you know, that. so where I am now is the commercials and the TV work has slowed way down and uh, I booked a, I shot a commercial in May that hasn't aired yet but it's like, the most god awful. Uh, it's, it's a it's a kayak commercial. A kayak? Yeah, yeah. It's a kayak commercial for a kayak. No, no, not for, for the website. Oh, oh. Where you go I like with the travel? there's a brother in a kayak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: black man in a kayak. Y'all gotta watch this. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So when that commercial comes out, it's one of those commercials that you. I was happy to book it because you know for the money.
2: Sure, mm. but, sure, sure. But
1: even when I read the thing in the audition, I was like, oh, this is
2: just. Oh, I don't oh yeah, want to, sure, I don't sure. Want to Do this, yeah.
1: I don't want to do this. So I, of course, I book it, and uh, I'm in a bathtub, and, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 in a bathtub, and I stand up in full. And you're in a kayak in a bathtub. No, no, not, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so, but anyway, so what's led me back to the boats? I have some really good friends. Carl Banks is a good friend, and he uh-huh. does clubs and boats. Uh, Jeff Shaw is a good friend, and he does. He's like a, an exec over at. Uh, Carnival Uh uh,
0: and books those guys so um, improvs. If you're still in with the improvs, Naren and those guys, they're booking. Are they? Yeah, they book a boat. They book a boat. Okay, they book a long run too. They asked me to do it and I couldn't give them the time. That's that's
1: the thing I'm worried about because I have two children. Yeah, Yeah. my son has special needs, and uh, so I I I don't I I, if I can go you know maybe two weeks in two weeks out sure sure
0: that's the way to do it yeah then
1: I can probably stomach it. But being away from them, that's the thing about, let me just do a tangent here. No, the thing no, about no. love, the thing about ch- children and your, loving your family, it makes the road work sure. so much less appealing. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was yeah, a day yeah. when I couldn't wait to go on the road. It was fun. It yeah. was fun to load that car up and get on the road. And But now, just the, just the I haven't done it yet. And a mere thought, I've, I, to, I went with Carl on a couple mm-hmm. cruises just to, so he could show me what it was like. And just... You know, just being in that cabin at three in the morning. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> just, it just hits you like oh, a lump. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, man. I mean, so. like,
0: you get those week long Vegas gigs. You know, yeah. Vegas called me for next month, and I, you know, I, I'm the stay at home dad till this January, I think. Right. So I, I, was, I was like, thank God I can push that. I'm like, no, it- but book me in January. But even then, it's like, you know, it's seven, not six nights. Right. I've done nothing. Right To do Yes You know yeah. I mean you're in Vegas And there's a lot of stuff to do But you don't do that At my age With yeah. a wife and kid You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean
1: yeah. <laughs> I worked with uh, One of the last times I worked Vegas Was uh, When I first moved here Was with uh,
0: God oh. I can't remember anybody's name You I'm, do I'm, have kids I'm an old man You do have kids I'm an old man
1: George Lopez Oh great. I work with George Lopez Okay And he was, of course, crushing it in the room. Sure, sure, sure. But hanging out with him between, he was, this is before the George Lopez show, Mm -hmm. before all that, he was just the most bitter, just angry. You know, and mm-hmm. I was like, H- "How do you go from being so funny? He's a little edgy on stage, a little, sure, a little sure. of that bitterness seeps out." But he was just so furious with the hand that he'd been, on. and, he, and rightfully so, because he, he's you know he's Latino, he's a, one one of the few guys you know at that time in his field that was dominating anything, yeah, yeah. and he felt like, "Oh, why don't I have a show? Why don't I have a? This is fucking bullshit." And and you know, I was so relieved when he finally got it. <laughs> but we would like we, I, we sat in like a sauna. We went to the sauna together. And we went to the. To the uh, you know, the, we're sitting in the jacuzzi and it's just like a commercial, yeah, yeah. for somebody who's just pissed us so off. like, <laughs> cut, to the, cut to the jacuzzi, Brrr, bubbles everywhere. Yeah, this is bullshit. Oh, <laughs> fucking Paul Rodriguez, he can kiss my ass. <laughs> 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 like, like, cut to us at the buffet line, getting our food, and another thing. So, so uh, but God bless him, he was funny, yeah, he yeah. was not mean to me, he was sweet,
0: funny guy, always nice to me. I still remember the house, but you
2: can see the road, you know, you're away from your family, whatever, right. and just wears people down, you I like, think I think that's what it be, was. I would rather be home with my kid, whatever mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
0: And let me tell you, there's the only thing. The only thing worse than being on the road and having kids is being on the road and then running into the comic in the jacuzzi <laughs> <laughs> at the spa at the gym. You're like, oh fuck! <laughs> Great, going to sit in the sauna with this guy and sure, listen uh, to him bitch yeah, for 20 to, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the only relaxing part of my day. And we can and, we just.
1: And when you're talking to a guy like me, who was I was making peanuts compared right. to what he was making. Yeah. So that's the that's the other thing. after we've all run into guys who are doing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. And then when May start bitching. Part of you just your brain is it's like like a static yes, radio yes, station. Absolutely. You can't even
2: <laughs> I can't even hear you yes. right now. Right, the right. worst bitter guy I saw there was a sh- we used to do these shows in New York. They would have shows at Sloan Kettering for the cancer for sure, patients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd go have your day. Di- I'd, I'd work at Conan I'd go over there and whatever sh- shit you were going on. Once you got there, you're like, oh, these people have can-, you know? And I remember this guy and there was there was all a small crowd, and he's like, oh, this is gonna suck and whatever. It's like. <laughs> They have cancer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, whatever shit you Jeez. have, you, as soon as you walk in that door, you realize, like, whoa, my problems are tiny. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But you have some perspective. And you this should. guy is like, you should. It's like, hey, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that was the worst I ever saw. It's like, give me a break.
1: Whatever pal. your subway ride was like. Yes. Was <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing. But compared <laughs> yeah. to their subway ride. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez.
0: All right, guys, I want to thank you for coming out today. I really appreciate it. Um, where can we find you guys? Uh,
1: you know, I do a, I do a live uh, radio show, an uh, internet radio show called uh, The Cause Effect. You can find mm-hmm. it on RadioTitans.com. And, uh, so radio Titans at, has a lot of good shows. Every Saturday, yeah, every Saturday morning at 11, you can listen to me literally have a conniption arguing about politics in the days. Nice. While know? he's in a jacuzzi. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <George> <laughs> Lopez, what's he doing? There? I want to be
1: this guy... But on that show, I'm not this guy. Okay. I'm a much, my, my blood pressure is raging. <laughs> All right. They brought in this black woman who's a conservative
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and I'm a liberal. And so there's nothing more uh, just bizarre than a black female
0: right.
2: person who voted for Bush. Conservative, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you just, so yeah.
0: Yeah, no, All that's right. great. Check it so, out. So yeah,
2: check it out. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter, at okay. Kylie Noodles. How about that?
0: Wait, why don't I follow you on Twitter? I would Uh, remember Kylie Noodles. All right. Uh, I will now. Oh, there you go. So That's that's it, Kylie Noodles? Sure. All right. You can
1: follow me on Facebook and Twitter, too, just under Ted Lyde. T-E-D-L-Y-D-E.
0: You can follow me at Murray Noodles. (laughs) (laughs) This was fun, guys. Look for for Brian on Letterman, hopefully in, where are we? October, I guess. Yeah, hopefully in October. When's Dave in January?
2: Uh, I think it's not till no I think it's the end of next year or something. Oh it's the end of next year I'm not sure but I th- it's sometime next year but I thought it was later in the year so Oh I, I thought it my was best like today. the
0: end of this year
2: no, no, I don't think so. I think it's the end of oh, 2015. Okay. So. I love Dave. Oh, yeah. yeah man. If we we'll meet listen. again, I want to hear some Dave stories. All right. Yeah, listen, oh, man. D- d- yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> when Dave leaves, it's the end of late night as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> even though I work for Fallon sometimes.
1: <laughs> <I> Uh-oh. Mean, <laughs> <yeah. Yikes. laughs>
0: I don't know. It's just the end of the era, man. That's yeah. all the old school well, guys. now. certainly you know. a legend, Yeah, dog. yeah. But
1: uh, the thing I'll say about Jimmy and Conan is that you, the, the Carson Disciples – Show that in their performances, mm-hmm. you can you can whi- catch a whiff of it, and that's that's sure. refreshing if you're yeah, yeah. if you're a fan. Sure. So at least but, when we when we lose all our Carson disciples, right. then yeah, then people who only know Kimmel, yeah, yeah. I'm doing what Kimmel did. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: all right, so uh, L.A. Podcast Festival is coming up, and um, I'm going to be doing this show at the eleven o'clock slot on Friday night. Uh, so coming out with that. And I'm hosting the big stand-up show. They just asked me to host the big stand-up show on Saturday night at the podcast festival. So come out and see that. And uh, there's going to be a... Co- you can watch the whole festival online, a live stream, and you can buy it. And then you put in a code, and then put in a code for this show. That helps out my show. And I'll have all the codes when all that stuff comes out. So LA Podcast Festival is coming up. This is... Uh, hey, if you haven't had a chance, uh, write a review on iTunes. I really appreciate when you do that. Some woman wrote a review on iTunes because she wanted a free t-shirt. That's not how it works. Um <laughs> but it c- could be if you don't bring that up when you do it. So uh, I'm just kidding. I really appreciate that review. It was a good review. She mentioned uh, the Crab Feast and we all know fuck the Crab Feast. They're great. They're awesome. Um always happy to be put in the same uh same world with the Crab Feast. Uh so that's it. At Marie V on Twitter, uh dates coming up. Uh, I don't really know offhand. Um, so uh, check out marievaleriano.com and follow me on Facebook. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming. I My appreciate pleasure. it. My Thanks. pleasure. You want to know about life on the road? Boos, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And bees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs and Blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle-eyed ice doing blow more, missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon